Welcome to the Eric Schlein Podcast, where personal development platitudes can get the hell out. Completely devoted to ontology, breaking down distinctions of human consciousness as an access to enhancing performance. Here's your host, Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Eric Schlein Podcast. Today, I wanted to share about something that I've been reflecting on, and it's something I've been reflecting quite honestly for the quite past few years. And I look back at my life, and I was thinking about this tonight, that everything I wanted in my life had to come easy. Now, the truth is, I'd probably be homeless, and if not homeless, miserable. Now, why do I say that? I've started five companies, you know, I'm closing on a hotel this week, I've written a book, and I'm not saying this to brag, you know, I, I have accomplished more shit by age 30 than most people do in a lifetime, yet everything, and I'm not saying 90%, 95%, literally everything that's been truly important to me, and then I'm not talking about, like, I want an omelet for breakfast or something like that, but Things that were really meaningful for me are the most important things in my life have always come with, you can almost say like the universe putting up obstacles. And at first it used to frustrate me and I would say, why me? Why can't things come easy to me? And I would look around and I would see things coming easy to other people. And I'll get to that in a second. Now it's, oh, that's interesting. When I go for the things that I truly want, truly desire, it doesn't get handed to me on a silver platter. There's always some weird obstacle. It's always, God damn, why the thing that I truly want? There's all these things over here that I'm not that into, but I could have them if I wanted to. And a lot of people would appreciate them. And that could come to me easily. But the one thing that I really want, yeah, that's, there's all these obstacles in the way. And it's, that's interesting. And it's every single time like clockwork. And I look at it, whether you want to call it God or source or the universe or whatever it is, it's kind of like God playing a riddle on me that I need to solve. I need to solve this riddle to get to the next level in my life, to get to the level that I need to get to a real authentic space to cause what I'm actually out to accomplish in life. My first taste of this, where I really awoke to this, and it was with a girl, actually. It was in maybe 2010, 2011, I was in a leadership program. And I remember seeing this girl in the, now, and, and just, you know, full disclosure, this was happening before my life, but it was something I wasn't present to, but this was the first time I ever got present to it. And I had girlfriends in the past and dated in the past and it was fine or whatever. Here I'm in this leadership program and I see this girl sitting in the corner of the room and her, her name was Alyssa. And I just remember seeing her and you know, she was pretty. It wasn't like the hottest girl ever in history, but she was very good looking, very pretty, very much my type very naturally beautiful and just had a very sweet demeanor to her. And even as I'm describing this, right, there's thousands, millions of women that probably have that same description. There's nothing inherently special about this, 
But for whatever reason, it was one of these intuitive things. Like, I need to talk to her. So I started walking across the room to go talk to her. Because I knew if I didn't walk, I would not have talked to her. And I walked across the room to go talk to her. I had no idea what to say. All I said was, do you have a pencil? And she's, no, go ask Trevor. And Trevor was like one of the coaches in the program. And I go, okay. And of course, I felt completely embarrassed. Fuck, what did I just do? But I also had this intuition. I could live my life, never talk to her or whatever. But if, if I talk to her, some crazy shit's going to happen. But I will come through on the other side better off. And long story short, she had some severe mental illness that only came out later. And it was a... God, it was... It was a long saga. We technically dated for three months. She ended up being my girlfriend about a year later, seven, seven, eight months later. My girlfriend for three months. But then we had this kind of on and off communication for quite a few years after that. But being able to love her through all the crazy stuff, crazy ex-boyfriends coming in the middle of the night and the stuff with her family and then shit with her mental issues. And one day she loves me, the other day she doesn't want to talk to me. Like very toxic, very unhealthy. But there, but by loving through her darkness and not being scared of that, my capacity to hold space for people, to love people grew in a way, no, no book or seminar, or I don't even know if any, I can't think of any other thing in my life where I got to experience and where I got, where I literally got to love someone through that kind of darkness and it shaped me. It, 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 it enlarged my heart. It expanded my heart. Enlarged my heart sounds like a medical term, but it really expanded my capacity to love and not be scared of someone's darkness. And she ended up marrying another guy and then whatever. And it was predictable, the kind of guy she ended up marrying. But that didn't matter. My last interaction with her was we had gotten tea. This is well, this was years later. We had some tea. It was a wonderful conversation. It was like great to catch up. And she was like, I look, look forward to seeing you again. And, and then I was like, hey, when do you want to get together again? And she flipped out on me. Had one of these two-page two text messages to me. And in that moment, I go, I don't feel like responding. Because... Up until that point, there was always some circumstance, right? Some crazy circumstance that would have her have a reaction. But in this case, it was like, it was Monday night, whatever. There was no circumstance and she still had a reaction. And I saw, oh my God, that's nothing to do with me. So not only did loving her expand my capacity to be with all kinds of wild shit, it also depersonalized it when people did wacky stuff to me. And that allowed me to create boundaries, not in reaction, but to forward connection with people, which is very different. I think a lot of people put walls in place. They call them boundaries, but they're really walls. And they separate people from each other. But you don't take things personally. You can create boundaries to forward connection. And of course, as I created those boundaries, she disappeared and she ended up being with a guy that she could manipulate and throw her shit onto. And I was complete. I was very okay with it. That led me to the whole mindset of set the conditions and see who shows up to the party. 
which goes back to the original thing I was saying, which is how the things that I truly want in my life, there's these obstacles that put in the way. See, before meeting Alyssa, the girls I were dating were normal. They were quote unquote healthy boundaries. They were what I assumed were quote unquote healthy relationships. But having this normalness, I never had the magic. I never had what moved me from watching an early Taylor Swift music video. I never had what David Data would call a stage three relationship. It was always these very quote unquote mature relationships, but there was always something missing. And sure, there are people that get bored, right? They feel something's missing. They want chaos. They want drama, which is, I think, two sides of the same bullshit. It's also not very healthy. But to be able to feel that level of vitality and that level of purpose and loving someone. You know, some people have this experience of the, they know they need to go to a place. They don't know why they need to go to this place, but they need to they know to go to this place. I knew I needed to talk to that girl. And the... The thing that I realized is I'm playing a low competition game. See, the people in my life that I knew who didn't really have a growth mindset, who were really okay being quote unquote realistic and fine with certain areas of their life, they're already in the space they need to be in to get what they want or what they say they want. I think in their heart of hearts, it's not what they want, but I'm not going to be the one to judge that. They're not going to have that anything come up for them. It's just going to be a normal life. And it's going to be fine and okay. It's not going to leave them with intense vitality, but it'll be okay. It's not going to make their soul come alive, but it'll be fine. We'll deal with the normal issues that you're supposed to have with your nine to five job or your typical relationship. Most marriages don't inspire me. It's not a surprise. Whether it comes to relationships or it comes to business, really anything that I've aspired to create for my life. When there's something I truly want that creates that level of vitality, that level of aliveness, things will show up that I have to move through so I can actually be the kind of man, the kind of person, the kind of human being that I need to be to actually create that result. Most people don't live that way. The vast majority of people would just be traffic, all right, being fine. They just traffic through life and be fine with life. There's going to be no obstacles that come up. Sure, there will be problems. There's always problems. But there will be just, it'll be like quarter of the normal, run-of-the-mill, predictable stuff with predictable problems. What you will find for those listening is if you really aspire to be a certain way or have something in your life, be prepared for the universe to throw things your way and don't be scared of them. It's very clear to me. I don't, and I don't take a lot of things as the truth, but this is one of these truths that I've discovered for myself is, or at least pretty close to the truth, if not the truth, is that the people who actually live from this space, they deal with all kinds of crazy shit. And if you look at People that were famous throughout history who've accomplished crazy stuff or had these beautiful dream relationships or dream businesses. And you hear their stories are remarkable. And the one thing to take away is when that crazy shit hits the fan, actually allow yourself to move through it, to be with the storm, to create through the storm, not to run away from the storm. 
but that's what most people do. They're a little kid and they have all these dreams and see all this possibility and the universe goes, you need to have these things before you create this possibility. And people go, Ooh, I don't like that. I'm scared. And they recoil and then they don't have what they want. And it just ends up as a dream and no surprise. Most relationships don't inspire me. Most marriages don't inspire me. Most people don't inspire me in their careers. And then you look at those people where it just seems like the things they do in their life, they flow through life. They really have truly what they want. They're living their life as a work of art and they're painting on their canvas and they're alive and they're vital and they're purposeful. And what's different? Well, they haven't run from the storms. So that's what I would say. And that's what I've realized. And I wanted to share that with you guys.